0: G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple develops creativity. In Genesis 1, starting at verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And in verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. That's in Genesis 1, verse 1 and 27. And that shows that our God is a creative God. His creativity surrounds us. Further to this, as humans, we are created in His image, and as a result, we are creative. Everybody has some form of significant creative potential. If you don't think that you do, perhaps it is because you haven't found your creative niche yet. Maybe worth investigating. The natural creativity of children is amazing. Ever seen children play with crayons and paper and not always on the paper? However, quite frequently, significant persons bury creativity under layers of conditioning and negativity. Some of the greatest culprits are teachers, parents and peers, but there is hope because the conditioning process can be reversed. It is a process with a high cost factor because creativity is essentially a lifestyle. It has to pervade every area of your experience, none more so than in your area of service as a Christian disciple. And examples of biblical creativity? Jesus used creativity in his teaching. He took everyday people and objects, creating lessons out of them. Think of some of your favourite parables that he spoke and see the creativity behind them. As for the Psalms, they are filled with creative language in order to praise God, in order to seek penance before God, and also expressing a desire in order to know God better. Similarly, Some of the symbolic language of the Bible is very creative. Take, for example, the genealogy recorded in Matthew chapter 1. To us, it may well be considered tedious and insignificant, but to its initial audience of a small group of Jewish believers, surrounded as they were by the Jewish religion and the Romans, it included enormous significance in creative symbolism. And the way Matthew constructed the genealogy highlights many things, one of which was his highlighting of Abraham, David, and of course Jesus himself. And we know to the Jewish mind, particularly that of the first century, when Matthew was written, numbers were not just mathematically significant, but also held great symbolism. Take for instance the number seven, which represents perfection. Each of the three stages in the genealogy of Matthew 1 contain 14 stages, and three stages times 14 makes a total of 42 times perfection. So what Matthew was saying was that Jesus was a great deal more than perfect. Now if you were not a first century Jew, you would not at first see such creative symbolism and the meaning behind it. And but why the importance of creativity? Well, creativity perpetuates the learning process. As long as you live, particularly as a Christian disciple, you should be learning. And we must remember that Christian discipleship is essentially a call to perpetual learning, being as it is to be dynamic and not static. And creativity is essential to meeting the growing demands of a changing society. Package thinkers are out of business for an impact tomorrow. If we do not prepare those that we lead to change, they will not be a change element in the next generation. And creativity is important to both affect and infect your communication with a characteristic freshness and vitality. We are commanded to communicate the truth. A communicative individual is always a creative individual, and creativity also develops your leadership style, and creativity will overhaul your lifestyle. Most Christian disciples seem to only exist and not live. If a person is living in the past or in the future, they cannot be enjoying the present. And what are the principles of creativity? Creativity is largely a matter of effort. The mind is like a muscle and grows with use. Don't use a muscle and see what happens. It virtually dies. Quantity is essential to quality in the creative process. Scientific evidence suggests that there's only a maximum of 6% of ideas that are actually any good. You have to get more ideas in order to get some winning ideas. And the results of these may well be good, bad, or indifferent, and all are welcome. Don't pass judgment at the outset of the creative process. You have to go to withhold it. Incubation generates illumination. Put your ideas on the back burner. Put time between thinking of ideas, and then don't be surprised with a moment of inspiration of how to complete it suddenly arrives spark of genius group effort stimulates creativity if you learn how to listen and how do we activate creativity firstly experience provides fuel for ideation which is the formation of ideas try problem solving get your drive going in the right direction become involved in hobbies and fine arts Photographic sites like www.flickr.com are great places to see creativity in process and also to get tips on how to improve your own photography, if that's what you're interested in. There are oodles of websites out there for almost every conceivable hobby and art. And read, reading, creativity thrives on reading. The only problem is passivity. Read it until you can tell somebody else about it. We tend to read the stuff with which we agree with which only serves to reinforce our own prejudices and presuppositions. Read things that you know you won't necessarily agree with and expand your reading and thinking. Write! Keep a journal or a blog or a website. It's easier than you may well think. Write down questions, examples and your meditations on scripture. Spend time with creative people. Think with those you are leading. You think your ideas are so good because you've never tested them against someone diametrically opposed to yours. So speak about your ideas. And creativity can be used in the church, believe it or not. Just take for example worship services. Is worship just singing songs and having a sermon at the end? Or can other means be used in order to worship? such as responsive prayers and Bible readings? What about creative dancing as part of the creative worship? What about creative outreach or creative evangelism? Try something new. The, the first church back in the, the first century was very creative. And by being creative, the church also can be culturally relevant while still remaining biblically faithful to the God they serve. For more to think about, please do read Genesis chapter 1 and ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. And then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together? Question 1. Knowing I am in the image of a creative God, How am I developing my own creativity for his service and his glory? Question 2. How can creativity be used during church worship services and evangelism? Question 3. Remembering some of the parables Jesus taught, what sort of things did he use creatively? And how can I in some way emulate his creativity in my own ministry? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. Thank you and God bless you.